evening. This is Shiny Happy Radio. My name is DJ Saratoan, and I'm joined by my co-host, DJ Callum Valentine, on long-distance call from Milan. We're going to be here for the next hour, bringing you some tunes to get your Friday night started. went away and I was about to save it as well because it was a great song. Yeah. How did you spell it, Owen? Huh? How did you spell the song? Tétoi. T-A-I-S. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. Yeah, I got it. Cool. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I spent an hour and a half in a record shop yesterday searching for uh, the deepest cuts of Italo I could find and that wasn't maybe strictly Italo but uh, it certainly had a bit great... Uh, the presence of se- sequencers it was there for all to hear. It was French production, I think. Yeah, I thought. Well, yeah, the tétois suggests that. I actually thought but you were you were in that shop for longer than uh, an hour I and a half. I mean, time just kind of passes by. I didn't have any classes, so I just stood there. And I think the guys in the record shop were probably thinking, "Who is this dude? <laughs> is he gonna fuck off?" Because he probably expected me to listen to those records and then buy nothing. But then I went and spent like 60 euros on records. What did you so buy? So I bought So I bought f- I bought four records yesterday, all Italo disco. I think all reissues. One was in one shop for 13 euros and the others there was like there's a, an LP called Fragments by Little Italy that was well, it was that's not on Spotify, and that's a whole album, which is quite rare because I find that sometimes you don't find a single, but a whole album is quite rare to find that's not on streaming services. And then there was a couple other singles which are on Spotify, mm-hmm. but the you know, it's it's still cool to have the have the, the proper record and like there's a couple of B sides that are not on on Spotify. That's the main draw for me. But what am I missing back in Dundee? What's been happening? Uh, well, it snowed yesterday, and Did it? um, yeah, <laughs> and like. I was sat in the library sort of staring out the window and I was just watching people slowly start to notice it was snowing and go, oh, like... Oh, everyone starts freaking out. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it was quite. You know, it was. I, I, I don't know if I said on the on the show last week, but there was suggestion there was going to be snow here in Milan, weekend, but nothing came of it. Yeah, I, was, I wouldn't have thought there'd been snow in Milan. I know, but but, but it was snowing in Barcelona. Did you see really? the photos? Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, it's snow. It's Has it been snowed. fairly, uh, you know, everyday life? Um, trying to think. No. Uh, not really much been happening in Dundee. As no. Any shows happening this weekend that I'm missing that you think are big mess? I know of one. Uh, there's two Cam Dan's show. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, the one, one year. Rave. Yeah. Um, yeah. That'll be fun. I'm a, I'm a bit sort of spent at the moment, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Are you maybe burnt... going to skip that? Huh? No, I can't. No, yeah, I can't. But uh, yeah, I'm a bit spent, a bit sort of burnt out. Um, so I've I've not been paying the hugest amount of attention to what's actually happening. Well, I think hopefully once there's I finish, the, there's a deal of stamina required, mm. especially when we've got the the sh- you know we, well, we're we've got the show and we've got the zine, and then the fact that we're actually interested in following music ourselves in Dundee, and then also following stuff that's going on outside. Yeah, um, and the fact that you are uh, an engineering student with plenty in your plate anyway. And then I saw about you. I read about your car. <laughs> oh, no, not the car. That's heartache. That's cause they, I went to it, and they were like, um, "This is a car that suspiciously went through its MOT with not a single advisory a year ago." Yeah. And I only really drove it in the summer because that's when I was working. Yeah. And uh, within the space of a year, oh, also bearing in mind that I think, and I, I mean a lot, I know everyone says this. But they say they're a good driver. I think I'm a very careful driver. Um, I I drive quite slowly, and make an effort to dodge potholes, um, and I don't really rag the car around. Anyway, the car the car's got um, eight hundred pounds worth of wear and tear. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm tr- I should, I'm, I know we could we could laugh at it. I, I and I let out a big laugh when I first said it. But I did feel bad for you. When I read that. I was like, that's horrific. And I think you're right to feel suspicious about the mot last year like that that all, that much stuff does not go wrong in no. one year but no what way. i think happened was it went in for its first mot and they said right look the car is going to need all this you know what's a kick in the teeth though is that the guy i bought from lied to my face and said oh yeah uh the subframe has been sorted out 800 pounds was spent um no he got told it was 800 pounds got a dodgy mot put on it and yeah. then flogged it to me, like nothing was wrong with it. So, so wait, so you, so you actually, so it was an MOT that somebody else had, had done to it. it wasn't you? You had no. For that MOT. I bought, I bought this car uh, eleven months ago, thinking, oh, I'll get a diesel. I'll save loads of money. And I mean, I think, I think the more that I learn about this, the lower my mood is going to sink. So I think we should put another tune on. Yeah. To try and keep our upbeat. I think um, I think you're definitely uh, right. I mean, I, I might start swearing keep, keep, if we keep talking about. Yeah, I think that's probably what's going to happen. So I'm going to put on a, a song here called "Merge du Japon." I am following in your French trends. Um, it's a song by Air. Cool.
Nephew, why you telling me? They say the game ain't what he used to be no more. He used to be a G, but now he just a hoe. Running around, pointing fingers, telling names. You're fucking up the rules to this dirty game. It's a dirty shame. I ain't flipping now, that's probably why I'm dipping now. Y'all fools tripping now, that's why I'm on a different route. Making money, having clouds, that what it's all about. 27 cars in a 12-bedroom house. Now they call me Snoopy Trump. I keep my heater close, cause I love the bus. I sustain on a nigga, I bang on a nigga. Kick rocks and watch how I do my thing, young nigga. I'm living the life, life, life. Light lights, lights, short days and long nights, long nights. no stress and no strife, <laughs> yeah. I'm high up, I'm living the life, life, big cities and bright lights, big cities with bright lights, short days and long nights, days and long nights. no stress and no strife, <laughs> I'm, yeah. high, I'm high up, I'm living the life. That was Living the Life by uh, Notorious B.I.G. Featuring Snoop Doggy Dog and uh, I think Ludacris, maybe? Oh yeah, there's there's a load of names here. I've got them. Bobby V, Sherry Dennis, Faith Evans, Ludacris and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah I, well... I, um, Snoop like, Dogg, but it always stands out. The album that comes from is uh, greatly debated because it's a posthumous release. And uh, some people don't like it so much. Um, well, we we talked about this with uh, Katie, as in Theo Bleak, a few weeks ago, didn't we? About 
posthumous releases. I think that was on the bit they got aired. We were talking about yeah, we were talking Kurt Cobain, and we were talking about Jeff Buckley and mm-hmm. who makes the money and yeah, it's rough because you're you're there's a dilemma between well, there's all this great art that you don't want to see go to go to waste, but then you say well. It was their art, and maybe it should just be left in peace, like they've been left in peace. Well, I think the, ma- the other big thing about the, the particularly the uh, Biggie Smalls one is um, the fact that like there's a whole load of features on that album of people that he had beef with when he was alive, and he died, yeah. and then they're like you know how, whenever that came out comes around, I think it was 2005 or something like that, and they're all sucking up and wanting to feature on the album, and like. To be fair, like the the Ludacris and the Snoop Dogg verses on that track are not very good. I like the beat and like the sort of like yeah. uh, the soul sort of vibe it has on it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, their lyrics aren't very good. So it is kind of like a total cash grab of an album. Yeah, well, it it, it certainly seems like it, but I can also see see that a lot of these artists, yeah, maybe attracted by the cash, but also thinking, I wish I could have done a song with Biggie. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you, you're it's not you're not doing a song with Biggie. You're working with his his demos. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I I I don't really know what the answer is because I think yeah I think we're left with an interesting debate. I think that's what I'd say, and I think we we're left with an album that um, we can pick apart, and still we can say this shouldn't have been made. But yeah, yeah. it's another interesting to- think topic of conversation, another uh, project to pull apart. Um, I'm gonna play a tune now by bright and findly and i found this on nts because i'm back on the nts sorry about listening and uh the i thought it was quite an obscure thing but it turns out that findly of bright and findly is tom findly of groove arm groove armada Mm -hmm. um that's um not exactly obscure music um but this one's still it's still gathering some heat only about 6,000 plays on Spotify so yeah I'll spin this for you now
That was Love Takeover by uh, Five Star. And who was that before that, Callum? That was Brighton Finlay with Fireflies. I only talked about Tom Finlay from Brighton Finlay, but um, Bright is also notable. It's James Alexander Bright, who a couple of his tracks have started becoming suggested to me on Spotify. I'm not sure if it's a coincidence. It probably isn't. Mm. Um, but he's quite notable in his own right as well. But you were go- you were going to explain to me about Mr. Flagio. Yeah, you so were I gasped. Think I did not know who this was or what this was. I think this might have came up when Acid Boner was on as well, because potentially, like, but Mr. Flagio is an artist. But like, if you say Mr. Flagio, the the guy's name is kind of like becomes synonymous for the song "Take a Chance." And I mean, I'd maybe recognize it. I mean, could, I, I, I'm an absolute it. noob when it comes to Tal Disco. Like, I love it. It's great, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm loving the hunt. But I can't say that like any of like the sort of hallmark sought after records for DJs. I won't know what they are. Not at the moment. Maybe when I come back, Owen, I'll be able to show you up. But right now, um, yeah, I've got a lot of catching up to do. Well, so I th- no, I th- I've not seen any Mr. Fadio. Ma- or maybe I have. Maybe I'm just ignorant. I think the thing with that record is I think it was so popular that you know we were talking about like the idea of like a gold record something that's really hard to find yeah. and you know maybe only got one pressing i think mr flagio at this point has had loads because it was so popular and i i was asking if you'd seen one just because if you've been looking around in the italo disco section it's probably one of those ones that all the italo DJs go oh for fuck's sake another copy of mr flagio yeah maybe it's a sign that you're in the wrong record shop if you find that mm, maybe because that, that record shop I went to yesterday was called Serendipity. And the amount of stock they had was obscene. Like, yeah. Most of their stuff was new. Like most, There wasn't much second hand in there from what I could tell. And just yeah, the, the sheer volume of stock of brand new records is crazy. And we, I think we talked to Jack from Le Freak when he was on an interview about... Maybe it wasn't in the interview, but I know I have spoken to him about how he didn't understand where the money is on record shops for selling new vinyls because the markup's tiny. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the market for record shops is to sell second-hand records and make, make a, make a, or take a bigger cut from them. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, so, I think, like, he said, like, you know, the most valuable record that Lafrique has ever sold, that, you know, said it was like 600-odd quid, it was an original Pink Moon or something like that. Yeah, Nick Drake. Yeah, yeah. but that was just some, like, someone literally just gave that to them. Yeah. You yeah, know, you you can't. There's no there's no business or projection for that kind of market. Mm. Um, you've just you've got to just build good relationships and hope that one day someone will will donate their records and say, I don't care how much it costs because they're they're better off in your hands. Yeah, well, I think I think that is actually a lot of it. Is just like a lot of old DJs. They think you know I've had my value out of these, and they can see the value in continuing the scene. Um, yeah, just by giving yeah, the and actually, and yeah, and if they say, well, oh, I I can hold onto this record and keep it as a little souvenir, basically on my shelf, mm-hmm. um, because I know that if I sell it for how much I think it's worth, it's never really going to sell. If you sell a record that's worth, I don't know, six hundred. If you take a record that's worth six hundred pounds, that was mm-hmm. in that figure, and a DJ keeps it in their house or in their flat, and record they say and they, they try and f- flog it somewhere like the freak the freak and says right I'll, I'll, I'll sell you it for like 550 and you can sell it for 600 mm. i don't know what value there is in that because well the record shop probably aren't going to take them up on that i doubt it no they would, also, they, i'm sure if you you're keep actually keeping music out of people's hands and out their ears aren't you by yeah i mean by it, it's difficult because it's these records are worth a lot of money but if people can't hear them, then then what's the point? Mm. Well, there's one that comes to mind actually that is like the record I always think of when I think of valuable records. But it's valuable not because of its it's hard to get. It's because its sleeve's so weird. Yeah. So the original pressing of uh, the Return of the Duruti Column by the Duruti Column, which is their first album, it came in this sandpaper sleeve. Yeah. And there was only 250 of them ever made. It was one of the first factory factory records releases. Yeah, yeah. Um and <clears throat> all 250 of these sandpaper sleeves were hand glued together by Joy Division. Allegedly, 
allegedly, it, allegedly yeah, it was Ian Curtis did all the work whilst the rest of the members of Joy Division sat and watched a porno in the factory <laughs> records office. Okay, so that's where you're going with the allegations. No, it's it, but that's cool. It's hey, again, how can you put a price on things like that? I mean, the sandpaper sleeve alone is really cool. Like I, yeah. like and that that wee Joy Division touch is just like the cherry on top. How much do you think a copy of that goes for? I think they're about four hundred quid. It depends. Okay. Depends the nick of them as well. Yeah, of course. Because they some yeah. of them came with a wee flexi disc, wee demo in it. If it has that, yeah. it's worth more. And how would a sandpaper sleeve hold up? Well, the point of it is is that it's meant to destroy the records that it goes next to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I was thinking it's like an inner sleeve, but is it actually like the the main? The outer sleeve, sleeve is made out of sandpaper. Ooh genius huh yeah evil genius i'm gonna play a tune right now by strada called it's the monkey
Ooh, it's a Mr. Disco release.
that was uh, Spacer Woman by uh, Charlie. Um, Calm was telling me that's a Mr. Disco, a Mr. Disco release. Indeed, um, it is. Yes. Although this this one this version on Spotify has just got a boring plate. Well, I say boring. I do like a a white. It looks uh, like a scan of the, the white. Sleeve. Yeah, it does look. It is a scan, I think. But the miss. If we had visuals for this episode, which we won't, um, Mr. Disco reissues for I think from 2019 onwards have got a pretty cool graphic on them kind of yeah jovial and a bit cheesy I, I'm sure I've seen that cloud that cloudy sort of rainbow cover on labels digital or physical I can't remember where yeah. but you showed me and it instantly sort of clicked yeah. I think it may be time to tell people what's going on what do you think yeah I think you're just about right So now's the time we're going to tell you what's going on in Dundee. So I'm going to try and organize my crazy document here into something that I can actually read out on air. We'll start off with the show that we've already mentioned, which is Toucan Dan, One Year of Rave at Freya's Wish. On f- well, that's tonight. Actually. Yeah. It's the end of the week. So it's I'm getting uh, straight five there. five pounds entry for that. That's uh, five pounds well spent. How much is it? And yeah, five pounds entry. That's what it says on the, on the poster. Oh, well, that's reasonable. Bring your own beer as well. So save money there. Yeah, actually, I'm saying that. Is it normally free at Freya's Wish? No. No. No, I think it's normally free at Hunter S. Thompson. Right, yeah. I think, I think Paddy so lets them have them for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that'll be better. I th- although, I don't, I don't think the last one was free, was it? Oh, no, no. The last one was Paige. You're right. Yep, he had, he had Petrus in the door. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, that'll be a good party tonight. Tonight, we also have, um, talking of Hunter S. Thompson, um, the first Femme Fatale party. And that's going to be Lana, uh, Elias... Alias. Or Alias. Yeah, I was like, Elias, Alias. Fiona Mackay and DJ Nell. And Fiona, and Fiona's the, one of the leaders. I don't know, DJ Nell might be the other one. Yeah, I don't I don't know DJ Nell at all. I think I recognise the DJ name Alias, but I don't know. Alias is Lauren Kelly. I don't know if I'm out in her. Yeah, maybe the ring name. The, the ring name's a bell? The name rings a bell. Let me see, let me get this back up. That's a pretty. That's a pretty. That's a pretty like. Yeah. Pretty Fiona's tidy lineup. Playing every week at Rare. They're playing every so week. She, yeah. Well, no. I'm saying Fiona Mackay is. Oh right. So she she I think she normally does the warm up for whoever's playing. Yeah. The so main act yeah. at Rare. So is that will be a good show? Um, tough competition for Dan, I think, with uh, the free entry. So yeah, but if you can do both, do both. That we also have tonight. Um, the second of a series of concerts there was one last night at Conroy's Basement, um, and they have one more tonight and one more tomorrow night as well. The one tonight is uh, presented by Jute City Hardcore and the Broken Foundation. They're presenting Burner, Lurin, Blow the Neck, and Truth Ruiner. And um, that's that's hardcore th- punk, isn't it? That's not hardcore yeah, yeah, techno. Yeah, not like not like hardstyle. Yeah. Um, I believe based on. The Instagram post, there's going to be a discounted price for unwaged, they've said. Great and stuff. Dundee Band Society members. So, yeah, I think that's a good thing. Bring back the UB40. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so to get along there. Uh, Anything else on Ethnic Kings? I think there's, well, there's, there's Kings, but there's also another night at Conroy's tomorrow. I'll quickly run through that. That's Losing Score and Spank here, who are doing a UK wide tour. And uh, local rockers, Gossiper, are supporting them. So that's tomorrow night. Um, again, I think the same thing applies with the discounted price for Unwaged and Dundee Band, Dundee Band Society members. At Kings, um, so tonight we have Mungo's Hi-Fi back for their first Kings appearance of 2023. They're also joined by Tom Spirals. I reckon I recognise the name Tom Spirals, but I don't know if you know more about it than I do, Owen. Nope. I know nope. Mungo's is good, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I know they're bringing. They always. Bring I want to know if they're bringing their sound system or if they're going to use the hometown one though. I think they're they're bringing their own in, by the looks of things. But yeah, I'm not sure. I the th- king, I the king's no, sound I'm system pr- has been a mystery. Ninety-nine percent sure. 
Well, sorry, what are you saying? The King's sound system has been a total mystery to me. Um, you know, one week it's the uh, hometown one, the other week it's the other one. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even know anything about their sound systems. Well, so, if uh, you if you look, like some weeks they have the massive, big, like reggae speakers. Yeah, yeah. And then other weeks it's just like a more bog standard kind of basic. Yeah, it's the it, the reggae ones, like the Mungo's ones. No, they're the hometown no, ones. They're the I'm hometown pretty ones. sure the hometown's separate from Mungo's as well. I, I'm not 100%, but I can't find anything tying the two. And I know Mungo's has for a long time been like a touring sound system. And yeah. they bring a reggae sound system with them. Because when I first saw them at King's, that was before King's had hometown. And they brought the speakers with them. Mm-hmm. So Okay. But I, I think based on what I read, Mungos will be bringing their own speakers in. I think that's, like you said, that's kind of their thing. It always has been. And then tomorrow night at King's, I'm not sure if I'm getting his name right, but Ben Taho um, is bringing his Better Days tour to King's. On that's Saturday sold out, night. I think. Sorry? I think that's sold out. Is it? I might be wrong. I mean, unless... I saw his poster had some sold out stickers on it, but I only saw yeah. like, a little thumbnail of it. So yeah, well, that it was on... King's one. It was on Jim's Instagram account. I don't know if he was trying to like get people to go and look for tickets because if he was, he just confused me. Yeah. Well, uh, who knows? Maybe he was just boasting. I mean, good to have a sold out now, right? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if quickly. There's also a church having their California Love Club night tonight at church, and they also have another kind of a variety. I say variety, sort of just um, throwback night. They've got a second one tomorrow night, which is Come Cry With Me, and that's an ultimate emo night. That's your kind of thing, Owen, I imagine, see you. No, let's Shannon know. Up painting and um, fish, fish, um, fishnet stockings, all that. Mm. That's, I imagine you've got them on your head. Um, then we've got an interesting one. I, I feel like we've got a much bigger list than we have in previous weeks. I'm not sure why that is the case. Beat, uh, before I tell you about the pretty interesting one, Beat Generator has a, a couple of tribute sh- shows on. They've got one tonight, which is the Ghost tribute show. And then tomorrow night, they've got the Stranglers tribute playing. Nice. I I, I, I like some of the Stranglers songs, but I can't stand, the, or can't stand the thought of them as people. So hopefully the tribute act is just playing the good music and leaving out the personalities. Um, we also have DJ CAD Takeover. The textiles department are taking over Dusa again tomorrow night. Who do they have? Uh, I I didn't see. I just saw Eventbrite. It just said Takeover. I, I think I saw that they were collaborating with some sort of like vintage sale, but like I didn't see anything about music. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I'm not sure about anything else to do with that. But yeah, they 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 know what they're doing by now, and uh, it seems to generally be a pretty busy night and a good night. And then the, the I think the one thing I'm let yet to tell you about is a weird one happening in Anstruther. Uh, at Anstruther Town Hall, there is DJ Andy Smith playing in the town hall. <laughs> and he is um, an ex-Portishead affiliate. In so Anstruther. Yeah, in Anstruther, in the town hall. And, he, and he, I, th- I presume he worked on some of their albums in the 90s. What, so is like, it going to be a bit of a mad mad madding in Anstruther or something? <laughs> Time will tell, my friend. I unfortunately cannot get a flight out soon enough, so it's on you to do the reporting on this one. Mm. <laughs> but I think that's everything that's going on this weekend. Again, if we, we missed you out, apologies. You're not advertising well enough. I will be bl- as blunt as that. But we we discussed before we started the show, we're going to put out some comms to get you, and you as in bands, um spectators promoters venues to tell us when your nights are on so we can get them listed in the directory um for the next issue and we can get we can talk about them on a friday night or not yeah on a friday night i'm saying not on a friday night we can talk them about them on the radio show on a friday night and maybe give them Shout a out. bit more of a spotlight than they deserve sweet oh, but again i'm i'm back to front there more of a spotlight that we're not giving them at the moment more of the spotlight that they actually deserve god I think we should get the tunes back on because I'm in a twist. Yeah. I'm going to play um, Do What You Gotta Do by Nina Simone. Sweet. Do what you gotta do Come back and see me when you can Man, I can 
to love a girl like me I don't blame you much for wanting to be free I just wanted you to know I've loved you better than your own kin did From the very start It's my own fault what happens to my heart You see, I've always known you'd go So you just do what you gotta was Nina Simone telling you you gotta do what you gotta do um, famously sampled as pointed out by you Owen on Famous I just wanted you to know which is great and they've got the bam 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 it's got that, it's got that um, Rihanna verse on it as well yeah and I think Kanye West said that he thought it was in keeping with the spirit of the original song because he saw Rihanna as like today's Nina Simone. And at the time I was like, oh, well, you know, Rihanna actually does deserve a lot of credit. But I watched a Nina Simone documentary, um, What Happened, Miss Simone, on Netflix the other day. And I'm not going to compare the two of them as artists, but Nina Simone's story is far more complex. And also a really highly accomplished piano player. She only became a pianist um, because she wanted to be the first, in America anyway, the first black classical pianist. Mm-hmm. So she was classically trained from a very young age and she was rejected from a, a music school and she put it down to her race and then she began performing in bars and the guy at the bar said, look, you're a great pianist, but you need to sing. So that was when she sang yeah. for the first time and then the rest is history. So if you haven't seen it, Owen, or if anyone else hasn't seen this documentary, I really recommend it. It's a great watch. Uh, there was a quote about it that said that Often documentaries and biopics only serve to sort of diminish the characters and the ideas of these artists, but it really elevates her to another platform. It makes her seem like even more of a god. Yeah, no, she's absolutely brilliant. I'm actually thinking, um, I had one song lined up, but we're talking about Nina Simone, and I was listening to this Nina Simone song the other day, 
it's not on Spotify, so I'm kind of having to like key it in on YouTube very quickly here. I'll go for it. Um, I think it's worth the wait. Right, I'll waffle a bit longer it. if you need it. No ad on it. Right, okay. I'm ready to play it. But um Mad. Should we say our goodbyes? Yeah, sure. Um my name's DJ Serotonin. My name is Michiamo uh, Callum Valentine. Or Valentine. <laughs> ah, very good. Yeah, so it seems, or maybe I should introduce myself. Actually, they seem to introduce themselves by last name. So maybe I should just go be call myself Valentine. Maybe that's my DJ name. I don't know. Yeah. That. Anyway, it's been another great week. Good, Has great, been. great selections, Owen. Cool. Well, uh, I'll get this song going and we'll uh, see you next week. Cheers. Something is deadly wrong.